This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. On to other matters now. In the Constitutional Court, uh, um, of course, has been hearing arguments uh, over the last uh, two days uh, um, relating to the Election Laws Amendment Act. Well, an application has been brought by organizations representing uh, independent candidates. They say their rights have been infringed by unnecessarily onerous requirements uh, in new South African election laws. The Amendment Act was uh, signed into law by the President, Cyril Ramaphosa, in April, and it changed quotas and seat availability and threshold requirements for political parties as well as independent candidates who, for the first time, can contest the national uh, elections in 2024. Judgment in the matter has been reserved. Uh, let's speak to News 24's legal reporter uh, Karen Mon, who has been following proceedings uh, um, in the court, um, in, in the Constitutional Court. Good morning to you, Karen, and thank you so much uh, for uh, joining us this morning. Sure, you know, um, I thought I had it all figured out exactly what the <laughs> argument was about in this matter. It got really technical, especially on the first day when it came to mm-hmm. uh, issues around proportionality. Um, and the, this term that kept popping up is like of a, um, overhang and so yes. on. What exactly, what in essence um, is this about? Well, I mean, it's, this is an massively important case because it obviously has massive implications for how our elections next year are going to be conducted. And we know that in 2020, the Constitutional Court in the New Nations case said that the electoral legislation that existed at the time was unconstitutional because it did not allow for the election of independent Mm. candidates. There was then a process where Parliament had to amend the legislation, which they did with with the Electoral Amendment Act, And that is essentially what was being contested here, the provisions of that legislation and how Mm. it specifically applies to independent candidates. And on the first day, there was this issue of the the proportionality of seats in the National Assembly that are available Mm. for independent candidates. And the fact that according to the legislation as it currently stands, it's being challenged, there's a 200-200 split. So in other words, independent candidates can only vie for 200 of Mm. the seats that are in Parliament, whereas members of political parties can vie for all of them. And what are the numerical implications of that? Now, we saw Justice Owen Rogers taking particular issue with this because it emerges from the information in the reports that have been produced by the Independent Candidates Association and which would substantially challenged in, you know, in a, in a way um, by, by the opposition from, from the Home Minister of Home Affairs and, and the IEC, etc. That, in fact, the, the, the result of that is that in order to get a seat, um, you would need as an independent candidate to get double the number of votes that, that mm. a political party member would, would have to get. And for independent candidates, you must imagine, they, they don't have the machinery of a political party behind them. Yes. They, you know, they, they, they don't have... And so, so that kind of onerous requirement is going to make it very difficult for them, they argue, mm. to get into um, the National Assembly. And it's fundamentally unfair and unconstitutional. And they're saying this actually goes against the, the spirit of mm. the new nation judgment that said 
you know, people are entitled to this representation. It can't then be that there's this unfair, unfair requirement on, on us in order to get into the National Assembly. That's the first part of the case. Mm. The second part of the case is from One South Africa, which is saying essentially we are, you know, independent candidates, political parties, um, in, a, in an amendment, there was a, a new move by the IEC in, in, I think, August 2021 that said basically in order to be able to, um, you know, register or, you know, contest elections, you would need a thousand signatures of your supporters. Right. In this current legislation, the Amendment Act, which is being challenged, you now need to get 15% of the votes that you would need to get a seat. So you're talking in some instances about 14,000 signatures. Mm, mm. And, and one South Africa is just saying, you know, how is that possible? It's, it, both cases are, are fundamentally about this is not fair and it's actually mm. going to block us from participating in the elections. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we, we, we need to contest that. So that in a nutshell, it is very technical. There's a lot of numbers floating around the courtroom. Um, that first day, you're right. I was very confused. But that's essentially what it's about in a nutshell. And I mean, there also was uh, this contention as well, you know, um, you know that uh, if a, an independent candidate could actually get uh, well above the threshold or, you know, of votes required, the number of votes that uh, ordinarily would, uh, you know, entitle a political, a political party uh, to more than uh, or to a number of representatives. But of course, as an independent, uh, you can only occupy one seat. And I think the the, uh, the counter argument to that, I think, was made by uh, Advocate Budland was that, no, um, the fact of the matter is that this is, I think it was Budland anyway, or one of the mm. constitutional court judges, was that, uh, but I mean, that is just the benefits of uh, organizing, of organizing, of being organized, um, you know, in a party political formation. I mean, I'm not quite sure where they were going with that. I mean, there's no other mm. remedy for that, the fact that one person can only take up one seat. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that we are in a country now where, the vast majority, many, many citizens are incredibly and understandably frustrated mm. with the political system that we now have. And the independent candidates, you know, they, they represent, I mean, I think one of the arguments that I think Max Duplessis for the Ravonia Circle was making was that, you know, this is the time where we need to be able to ensure that our political space is an equal playing field for the new players who want to come in and contest it. And these kind of onerous, um, you know, sort of situations that are being placed on independent candidates, who, as you rightly point out, can only take one seat, mm. are, mm. are antithetical to that spirit. You know, the, the counter argument, we saw the IEC, we saw the Minister of Home Affairs, and we saw, um, you know, the President abided by, by the decision of the court. But the IEC is at one stage arguing that this, this issue of overhang, mm. that was one of the things that was one of the big issues in this case. Now, essentially what, what occurs in overhang, there was a, a kind of study, the statistical study that was done um, at the, you know, for, for, the, for the ICA, basically said that if they had their system of a 350 split in the National Assembly, so in other words, independent candidates can buy for 350 seats mm. instead of 200 seats, mm. that there would be this risk of what's called overhang, that you would have two, like maybe one, one too many um, people applying or being, being, um, having, having the ability to get a okay. seat in the National Assembly, but you wouldn't have enough 
seats. seats and and the IEC has said that that would be catastrophic because that would stop them from certifying the election. But Roger's saying the, the chances of that happening are not that, that high. Mm. And in any event, can it trump the, the latent, uh, the, the apparent unfairness of yeah. having it make being so much harder for independent candidates to get a seat? Karen Moon, I think uh, by the end of this, it won't be just the legal journalist, but uh, a statistical, <laughs> mathematical expert. Oh, as well. I wish so. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for coming. I appreciate that. Thank you. She is with Net News 24, is Karen Moon. And uh, listening in on our conversation, the chair of uh, Independent Candidates Association um, is uh, Dr. Michael Louis, who is uh, one of the parties, of course, that brought this matter to court um, in the first place. Good morning to you, Dr. Louis, and thank you for your time. Um, I wonder if, you wanna, if there's anything you wanted to pick up on and what I just, uh, on the way that uh, Karen was breaking down what uh, the arguments were in court. Um, I'm particularly curious about but the possibility that I think was raised that should you be successful here in the or the court agree with the application that you are bringing that you know the, we could find ourselves or the court, the court risks imposing an entirely new voting regime um, for 2024 and one wonders whether there would be even time to implement it. It's just if you were to pick up on that. Good morning. Good morning and good morning to your listeners and I must congratulate Karen. She really has a very good understanding. It's my fifth year on really trying to understand. And grasping, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it actually is. So what we try to do is really be as constructive as possible and streamline our application just to the two main issues that was discussed by Mm. um, Karen. But I wanted to just bring um, a couple of clarity issues. And then um obviously i will um I mean, answer your 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 last but but the bottom line is is um because i'm chairman of um, the independent candidates association the reason why i was also part of the new nation application is we wanting to be part of a new vibrant democracy and add as many new voices and faces as possible mm. and the reason why this application was brought is because the sadness is that from De Novo, our first day of public participation, right up to the past two years, right up to the end of the court case, which ended up yesterday, nothing has changed in our submissions to Parliament of, um, of the constitutional flaws um, in, in what the uh, draft electoral bill was um, by the minister um, applying the minimalistic option. So the sadness for us is as civil society, is that this public participation is not just a tick-tock exercise. The amount of funds and energy that we need to fight Parliament, and you must remember, we served the papers on 365 Mm. political parties. Not one political party opposed our application. So the big thing is, the bottom line is, um, three things I'm going to talk about. The one thing is, Definitely, it's unfair for political parties to get 45,000 votes and an independent candidate must get 88 to 90,000 mm. votes per seat. I mm. mean, you don't need to be a scientist and sure. you don't need to be a mathematician. Mm. It's unfair. We will not accept it. And the bad thing about that is I can tell you now that I've got the most outstanding independent leaders that are wanting to stand in office that do not want to belong to a political party. Mm. But if they have to get 90,000 votes for one seat, my organization will run dry because I cannot bona fides with great confidence um, 
um, say to an independent candidate, you are going to be able to easily get 90,000 votes in one province, because that's what it is, when COPE, UDM, um, um, ACDP, all of them got 60,000 votes, 45 nationally, never mind just in one province, nationally. How does an independent candidate get 90,000 votes? That's mm. the first thing. The second thing is, the, um, um, it, for the last 30 years of our democracy, a political party had to prove 1,000 signatures. Mm. We gave comparisons of Kenya, Turkey, all comparative democracies, that they all needed 125 small numbers of signatures because the problem is not the signatures. I've been in politics for 10 years. The problem is the millions of rands, deposits, posters, petrol. Who is going to spend that money and take that risk if you don't? believe you really have got a chance. Why so much emphasis on the signatures? And what was very, very sad yesterday, and I'm sorry to say, mm. and I'm really a little bit troubled by it, mm. is that um, I see in all the press this morning, the OSA application is still born because the independents couldn't prove that um, they couldn't muster, uh, that it's going to be difficult for them to muster uh, 14,000 signatures. Well, bad luck, Concord. Um, the IEC has not put up the regulations yet. The IEC has not put up the forms. We didn't want to go and do something false. Mm. And show, how does an independent prove that they can't get 14,000 signatures if there's no regulations even out of how the form has looked like? Mm. Must it be your name, your surname, and whatever it is? I can't go and stand at the shopping center and tell my independent candidates, go and stand there and test 14,000 signatures and see how long it takes. But the bottom line is, and sorry, because um, I just know you've got a time sure, limit. Sure. The bottom line is, mm. and this is what the listeners must do, for an independent candidate to get 14,000 signatures, and it takes five minutes for every single signature, they need to employ six people for six months, day and night, mm. to be able to get 14,000 signatures. Never mind trying to do mm. policies to mobilize the people, etc. Yeah. The last thing is uh, regarding your question on yes. um, the, um, you know, the courts in position and, and parliament and can they do it in time. The first thing is obviously um, the court is grappling with the separation of powers and it's very difficult for them. What can they impose and what yeah. can't they impose? And I think that is a difficult question. And that's why we're asking the court. Because the minister has imposed what we call an electoral panel that's going to be announced um, next month in October, we're asking for an interim order just mm. for this election. Mm. 350-50 has been proven. We submitted two actuarial reports that okay. if it's 350-50, it means that an independent candidate and a political party each need to get 45,000 votes. That is fair. And okay. all that the court needs to do is a writing in three, uh, 350-50. And secondly, with signatures, we're saying for 30 years, a thousand signatures... You're going to have... Yeah, Dr. Louis, I'm going to have to I leave it I there. That was right. quite a comprehensive answer, but yeah, thank you very much. I, I, I thank you for coming on. We'll look uh, at uh, the outcome with great interest, of course. Thanks so much, Dr. Michael Louis. Thank you so much, my friend. Chair of the Independent Candidates Association. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.